to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. You know, this is really a cool, cool time. I want to welcome all of you tuning into the show. Those of you that are listening on WBNW up in the Boston, um, Massachusetts, Cape Cod area, welcome to the show, as well as the Seattle folks that tune in each and every day. I am so thrilled. We are, as I said earlier, we are wrapping up the makeover. What does wrapping up the makeover mean? Here's what it means. We're into the planning stage the implementation stage of what does it mean to create a transformative experience for every one of you out there that wants one. Uh, not simply the people that are selected to go through the four weeks of change, but all of you. How does the teleclass look? Who are the people that will join us? Will you be joining us? We want to make sure that we're providing everyone with information. I learned a term this weekend from Tom Leota that there are winners and there are learners there you know and it's really interesting uh, about that because i've been a winner at different points in my life whether that's in athletics and it's still a learning experience well today um we've got a great show uh i'm really thrilled to uh introduce you for those of you that don't know uh don't know who walter semke is but you will know about return of the revolutionaries and you know let me just tell you a little bit about this in the past 10 years um um you know there have been many people that have researched in reincarnation cases and what the what they look like and what does it mean and so we're going to be talking about these cases today and how can we look at these cases and investigate them. I know ABC Primetime uh, did a series on this. But what is it that we could learn about people that are reincarnated? How can we actually look at people that are reincarnated and from a perspective of, of whether or not we truly are reincarnated as a person that has come before us. Well, we're going to have uh, some great conversation about this today. What it means to truly, you know, come back uh, and look at whether or not we are reincarnated. And so, again, you know, with Walter, we're going to be looking at some very specific uh, cases where uh, he can point to people that have are living even today that are a reflection of people that have come before and he has a very very unique way of doing this for example i was on the website uh johnadams.net johnadams.net and you know what what you get to see on there you get to see people in today's world who look very, very similar, almost exactly like some of the people, for example, Anne Frank. So there is a picture on the website where he shows the reincarnation of um, Barbara Carlin coming back as Anne Frank and, and uh, you know, other people. And so we're going to have this conversation with Walter 
to find out how, first of all, he's come upon this. Uh, he's a board-certified occupational medicine, med- medicine physician practicing in San Francisco. He served as the assistant chief of occupation medicine at Major Medical Center in San Francisco. And so he's joining us here today. He's going to be talking about, you know, what he's discovered, what the principles of reincarnation are. Now, Walter Semkew himself, um, you know, we're looking at Walter coming back as apparently John Adams. Hence, JohnAdams.net is the website. And so there are many different aspects of this that he goes through and he looks like it looks at. First of all, you know, have you ever thought of how you look in this life? You know, do you look like someone uh, like a John Adams? If you go to the website, JohnAdams.net, what you're going to be able to see is that Walter looks a lot like John Adams. But that's not the only thing. That's the first part. Uh, From a personality point of view, how are these two personalities the same? Are they the same? And then he goes on to talk about writing styles and soul groups and past life symbols and synchronistic events. And we'll be talking about that. And then geographic locations and then memories. So, you know, this this fascinates me. When I think about memories of fast lives, past lives, I mean, just the idea that maybe you can remember something from a past life is amazing. And so do you have to be in the subconscious, um, unconscious, hypnotic point of view and state to do that? Or are these memories, do they occur spontaneously um, or through past life regressions? So, you know, this is a conversation that many many people are having and i and you know it's it's really calls to a bit about the times that we live in the times where we can be open and talk about levels of spirituality levels of reincarnation especially in the united states where if you would have had this conversation um uh, you know a hundred years ago or so you probably wouldn't have lived very long. And now here we get to have radio and talk about it. And I guess we could thank the Coast to Coast friends for really popping this conversation out and getting it out there. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting way for us to look at our lives and what we do. And, and what does it mean? I mean, even if you can think about the fact that you are reincarnated, And that somebody else came before you, you know, what does all of that mean? And so, um, you know, I I wonder, how would I even begin to figure out who I was in a past life? And so, um, all of this from the perspective of what does it mean and why is it important, we're going to talk about today. I mean, Yuri Geller, I've interviewed Yuri Geller, and so, you know, Yuri Geller is on the website, and it talks about who Yuri Geller is a, um, you know, a a reincarnation of. Al Gore, uh, Walter has Al Gore on here, Ronald Reagan, um, other folks. And and so, what does it mean? What if, what if we are reincarnated? I mean... What does that mean? How does that change or not change our lives? Some people say that, you know what, if you don't get it right in this lifetime, you're going to come back. I'm not sure how true that is, uh, but we'll find out in a, in a few. And in beyond all of that, 
what is there to do about it? Some people, and I know many of you have heard this, some people actually struggle in a lifetime because of karma, because of past life. And I think that, you know, when Margaret McElroy was on, um, we loved listening to Margaret because, you know, she would talk about past lives and perhaps what happened in a past life that sort of stick in us in the life that we live. I know, I think this is fascinating. One of the other things that was really, you know, interesting to look at was the... Um, the premiere of uh, Heroes last night. I think Heroes was on, you know, the season's premiere was on last night. And they did a couple of really interesting things. You know, with Heroes, they had sort of um, this pre-Heroes party kind of deal where all the celebs were out there. But then the show actually kicked in. And I don't really understand the whole pre-party hero celeb thing. I mean, that was a little crazy for me. But Heroes is a phenomenon. It's a television show. But it's a phenomenon. It is something that, um, uh, is something that people, for whatever reasons, have absolutely glommed onto. The whole idea of... What looks to be like ordinary people becoming superhuman or having extraordinary abilities to save the world is a phenomenon that I think is a reflection of the times we live in and on our search for everyday heroes. And some of the interesting pieces of this has to do with time travel and what one would look like and be like in this life and what would someone look like and be like in a past life and what would happen if you were to fast forward what would happen if you could go back and change an event certainly there is the butterfly effect and there's a great movie that uh i think ashton kutcher was in and it is called the butterfly effect but it talks about how one's journey through time um, if you could change a particular event, like if you were sick or a friend was sick and you could go back and change that so they weren't sick and you go back and do that, what does that mean? So on the surface, you kind of think that's not going to mean anything. You're going to go back, you're going to heal somebody that's sick and bam. But what does the rip, what's the ripple effect of that? How does that one change how does that affect the energy, the vibration of all that's happening? Uh, you know, I, I remember being part of a study group when I was in my undergraduate program. And we had a study group, a panel that the, the professor put together. And the panel had to do with what if John F. Kennedy lived? What if John Kennedy lived what if he was not assassinated and so each of us had to take a different position on the what if and we had to come up with how the world might change it was really a fascinating project i had never done anything like this in school and honestly hadn't done anything since but what if what if we had the power to understand a past life what if we had information that helped us shape who we are today. We're going to explore that and much more when we return from break. I'm thrilled that we're talking about Return of the Revolutionaries. It's a case for reincarnation and soul groups reunited. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Baby. 
Do you have questions about romance, work, or health? Get the answers you need at the Seattle Body, Mind, and Spirit Expo, October 11th and 12th at the Seattle Center Fisher Pavilion. Saturday, 10 to 7, and Sunday, 11 to 6. For only $12, you can enjoy two days filled with over 80 holistic exhibitors and 60 free lectures ranging from natural health, personal growth, and metaphysical topics. Visit bmse.net for a $2 off coupon or call 541-482-3722 for information. Shop beautiful crystals, purchase quality nutritional supplements, have your future revealed, and much more. From ancient healing traditions to the latest in the holistic world, this Seattle Body, Mind, and Spirit Expo will educate and entertain. Dr. Pat will have an all-new lecture at 3 p.m. on Saturday. Come enjoy the Seattle Body, Mind, and Spirit Expo, October 11th and 12th. Visit bmse.net. Women, could your small business use an ultimate marketing makeover? Come to the third annual Business Matchmaking Expo, September 26 and 27, featuring nationally recognized inspirational speakers. You might win $20,000 in goods, products, or services. Register at womeninsmallbiz.com or call 206-349-4297. The Business Matchmaking Expo will take you from believing in your dreams to achieving success. Do you wish you could trust your instincts more? Do you wish you were able to make decisions by confidently following your inner guidance? Maureen St. Germain, a modern-day mystic, road warrior, mom, and former corporate CEO, can help. Here's her tip of the week. Don't take no for the final answer. Don't give up. Keep looking for the way around your obstacle. The manuscript of one of the world's most successful books was rejected 11 times and was finally picked up by a small educational publisher. But who hasn't heard of Harry Potter? Maureen St. Germain has the tools and proven successes to help you connect with your highest wisdom. To find your best course of action in all circumstances, Check out Maureen's tools for transformation, meditation CDs, Akashic record readings, courses, and more. You can find Maureen at angleangel.com. That's right, angleangel.com. The New Spirit Journal helps readers create abundance in all areas of their lives. Their articles don't just talk about theories that sound nice. They give you practical information you can use to turn those theories into practice. Available at over 500 locations in Washington and Idaho. New Spirit Journal is more than just a newspaper. It's your guide to the life you want to live. New Spirit Journal can also be read online at NewSpiritJournal.com. Write it down, shout it loud. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, wasn't that fun? Here it is, the cruise. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And, you know, this is a bigger conversation than I can just have with myself. Uh, Dr. Walter SMQ is joining us here today. We're looking at Return of the Revolutionaries. We actually have some really cool information to share. And, you know, um, uh, Dr. SMQ, I gave folks a bit of information, sort of the what if. And I shared a little bit, and I think you heard a, a bit of it, where we, we, taught, we had a little, a really cool experiment in my undergraduate program where we got to do different scenarios, panel versus panel, on what would the world be like had John F. Kennedy lived. And you take a different perspective. You might even say, well, John F. Kennedy is living <laughs> through the body of another person, so to speak. And yeah, that's true. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I want to talk about this, but the way I want to do it is I would love for you to give the background that I didn't give about your work and about what you've discovered about reincarnations. Okay. Since about um, the beginning of 1996, I've been researching reincarnation cases which uh, demonstrate that people have the same facial features, personality traits, and uh, even talents that come through from one incarnation to another. And there's quite a body of evidence now that that supports that reincarnation is a, a real phenomenon. The the person who's really been the, the premier researcher in terms of objective evidence of reincarnation is Ian Stevenson at the University of Virginia. And he has studied children who spontaneously remember past lives. And he's, he did this for 40 years. He just died last year. But he accumulated a, a database of almost 3,000 little kids who, as soon as they could speak, could start, uh, would start telling their parents about a, a past lifetime and, and what their real name was or what the name was from the past lifetime, who their parents were, where they lived. And they were able to reunite the uh, child with the past life family, the child typically could identify uh, family members by name that, that the child had never met before in this lifetime and knew enough information that the past life family would accept the child as the reincarnation of their deceased loved one. Well, a, a real breakthrough, I mean, he's been doing this, he did this for 40 years. Just in 1998, he revisited two cases in Lebanon that he first studied uh, 20 years before, so maybe in the 70s. And, and they were, these were the classic cases, children who spontaneously remembered their lives and past lives and were reunited with their past life families. And now as full-grown adults, again, 20 years has gone by, they look exactly like they did in the prior incarnation. And these are the cases of uh, Suzanne Ghanem and, and uh, uh, Daniel Jurdy. And, and in addition, there are many adult cases where people found out one way or another how they, who they were in the past lifetime. And we've, we've found similar uh, patterns that people look the same, same personality traits. The key thing is it shows that people can change religion and race and nationality from one incarnation to another, which to me, you were talking about John F. Kennedy. Um, you know, he brought great uh, uh, hope and an idealistic vision to the world. And that's what this reincarnation research can do. I mean, it, most conflict and war is based on people feeling separated from others 
because of cultural markers of identity, such as I am Jewish or Christian or Muslim or I'm from this particular country. And indeed, the military trains soldiers to kill other soldiers based on this psychology that the enemy is different. Uh, they're different from us and they're bad. Well, once you realize that people can change religion, race, nationality, then that separation goes away and, and it's going to make for a much more peaceful world. In, you know, so when we look at this, I was saying, uh, I was saying, Walter, that, you know, wow, I, I don't remember how long it's been that we could have conversations like this openly on radio. Um, and, and the reason I say that is I know that people have been talking about reincarnation. We talk about it from a spiritual perspective. You know, there are certain world religions that believe in it so uh, ext- as so extremely important. But to talk about what you're talking about and have it reach mainstream to the point of television, radio, and everyone wanting to know more about it, don't you think that's kind of fascinating? Oh, yeah. I know. I, I think it's a, it, we're at the threshold, really, of a new chapter in human history. And I, I use the analogy... Uh, back when when Galileo, uh, based on Copernicus's uh, observations, said that that the sun is the center of the solar system, not the Earth. You know, the Catholic Church had maintained you know uh, control over even doctrine of of how the planets rotated, and they said that the Earth was the center. And they even imprisoned Galileo, you know, when he said that's not true. Um, and it, it, and science then sort of revolutionized how we approach the world. In the same way, um, re- the reason that this is approaching the mainstream is we're we're um, transitioning from belief systems, which reincarnation up till now has always been a belief system, like other belief systems. Now it's crossing over into the realm of science, where we have a observable data and and consistent findings by several independent researchers and that's the big difference so when we look at this and let's talk about the big difference uh you know and let's talk about johnadams.net which is the website yeah uh and yourself i mean you know you i've looked at the pictures as a matter of fact before you came on the air i was telling folks that i was looking at the picture of 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 you and john adams and boy you you're not really related i mean you can't go back to your family tree and say look i you know john adams in my family no my uh, my my both uh, both my parents came from ukraine that's why i have the funny name and and uh, and uh, John Adams, of course, was English, uh, came from an English family. So there, there's no genetic crossover. And what, what appears happens is that the soul projects an energy template into the developing fetus. And I think of it like a hologram, like an energy template. And just like... Um, Orthopedic surgeons use electrical currents. They use bone stimulators to shape bone to make it grow the way that they want to. It appears that the soul projects this energy template that 
the fetus shapes itself around, and and the bone structure is particularly affected by this. And and it, and we observe this phenomenon of people having the same facial features, though they are influenced by genetics and race. If you're black in one lifetime and white in another, the some of the cosmetic features are going to be different. But um, but generally the the shape of the face, your talents, your strengths, uh, and and we have a number of child prodigy cases that where where small children are born with these amazing gifts, and and we can now explain them through reincarnation. So you know this is a way to really fast forward, bring ourselves forward, uh, you know, into the world. How would you explain reincarnation from, um, uh, you know, is it is it a spiritual occurrence? Is it a physical occurrence? You know, I, I mean, it, it, I, I think people have thought over time, wow, reincarnation, does, is it true? Is it not true? How does one explain it? If there is an explanation, uh, you know, Dr. Simkew. Well, the way that I look at it, one thing that that we have to kind of transition from is up till now for people who believed in souls and the afterlife, we've we've always thought of one soul as sort of a discrete packet, just like we're a discrete entity, and that there's only one Walter, uh, some Q that I know of. Um, we, we think when we die, then that that entity that we were continues on in the afterlife, and then if there's reincarnation, you know, you come back in a discrete period of time as a again a discrete packet or entity what we're finding is that that the soul can multitask and i think a simple answer to your question is reincarnation exists for the benefit of the soul and and the soul uses experiences on earth to grow and and this is kind of another thing where we we tend to think the soul is perfect and you know, I don't think that's the case. The the, the soul really reflect the, the maturation of the soul is reflected in our own maturity, and we go through multiple lifetimes to become more responsible, to um, exercise free will and our our individual wills. We can make mistakes and hurt people. Then we have to come back to equalize it. And in the end, the soul becomes more sophisticated, wiser, more powerful, and then it doesn't have to um, have physical incarnations on earth anymore. Um, And the, the soul, what I was saying too, it can multitask. The soul can have its own existence in the spiritual world and at the same time have a project itself, like projecting a hologram of itself into a physical body. And we find that, that the soul can even project itself into more than one body at a time. And I, I call that split incarnation, where the soul, you can imagine, splits itself and inhabits two bodies at one time. And there, there's a case, it's both in the Return of the Revolutionaries book and the Born Again book, where um, the, the chapter is called The Three Lives of Penny Pierce and the phenomenon of split incarnation, where we have an extremely compelling case that demonstrate this, demonstrates this with pictures. So, you know, as we look at this, and we're going to talk more about this when we come back, Walter, and and I want to go over some of the folks you have on your website, you know, Al Gore, George Bush, John McCain, um, Oprah, you know, and and the questions of, uh, 
who might I be back as? You know, who was I in a previous yeah. life? How do I figure that out? Do I have a sense of it? Does it have to be a woman? All of that when we return with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Yeah, johnadams.net. Check it out. You're going to see lots of information when we come back. Hmm. Wonder who I'm reincarnated as. We'll be right back. Business Guides is ready to hand you the keys to a successful future. When you master the eight keys to a prosperous business, you'll accomplish more while doing less. You'll overcome success roadblocks, create powerful partnerships, build wealth, succeed in spite of economic challenges, and more. The next teleclass begins October 9th, and there's no risk because Madeline Gerwick offers a money-back guarantee. So you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Sign up today and learn the eight keys to easily build and sustain the ultimately prosperous business. Call 877-524-8300 for complete details and to register or visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com for the keys to your prosperity. Visit P-O-L-A-R-I-S BusinessGuides.com or call 877-524-8300. Your prosperity awaits you. House invites you to a glorious weekend retreat in Tampa, Florida. Meet more than 30 of your favorite authors for the inspiring, uplifting I Can Do It conference coming to Tampa this October 3rd through 5th. Join Wayne Dyer, Sylvia Brown, Caroline Mace, Colette Baron-Reed, John Holland, Marianne Williamson, and more for a weekend of spiritual discovery and great fellowship. It's the I Can Do It conference for life-changing good times. See details at ICanDoIt.net. Discover what the meaning behind sacred spiritual space is and how it can be a healing part of your garden or home environment. Mary Fonts, registered nurse and landscape specialist, teaches about using nature, artifacts, healing energy, and angel readings to create sacred space. A spiritual garden offers methodologies that bring peace and healing to your special place. Call 508-339-5444 and visit aspiritualgarden.com. That's aspiritualgarden.com. Publicity, anyone? Are you thirsty to learn how to help your business take flight with the power of do-it-yourself publicity? Register now for this October 17th workshop. You'll learn to invite local and national media attention to catapult your product, service, or idea to a higher level of fabulous. Publicity trainer Nancy Jutton and get booked on Oprah expert Susan Harrow will be your guides for a half day steeped in insider secrets, tea, and all the chocolate you crave. Register now at nancyandsusan.com. Are you going through a divorce or are you single again? A 24-7 resource center called freshstartafterdivorce.com has been created to support you during and after divorce. It's packed with resources, articles, and tips from experts nationwide. As a business personal coach who specializes in divorce and founder of the National Association of Divorce for Women and Children, Joni Winberg's mission is to provide the support and encouragement you need to move your life forward. You don't have to face this challenging time alone. Go to freshstartafterdivorce.com. 1150kknw.com, your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Lots more information about what we're talking about today. If you go to johnadams.net, you're going to actually be able to see some of the reincarnated people. Uh, and Dr. Walter Semkew joining me here today. Uh, and, you know, I, I think, uh, Dr. Walter, a couple things. I want to make sure we take a minute to mention the upcoming uh, event that you're going to be at. You're going to be speaking. And that's really kind of cool. And, and what people might expect when they come to visit you there. Okay, it's called the ISIS Reincarnation Conference, and ISIS stands for the Institute for the Integration of Science, Intuition, and Spirit. And the website is uh, www.isis.net, so that's I-I-S-I-S.net, and people can register there and look at the agenda. Basically, we're going to be having people coming in and telling their own reincarnation stories, people who have found out who they were in the past. We've reviewed the cases. We believe they're valid. And, uh, for instance, we're going to have the reincarnation of Laurel and Hardy uh, not only telling their story but performing. And so if you're a Laurel and Hardy fan, you can they can make you laugh again. And, and one thing that, that just happened in the last week is a veteran TV producer has, has committed to do a documentary on Josh and Danny Backer. Uh, they're the brothers, Jewish brothers from New Jersey who've been identified as the reincarnation of Laurel and Hardy. And, and this producer met uh, Danny Backer in New York without knowing anything about the reincarnation um, premise. Uh, they, the Backer boys have appeared in my book born again, but this producer knew nothing about it, met them, saw that they looked just like Laurel and Hardy, saw that they've been obsessed with Laurel and Hardy ever since they were children, and they have a collection of Laurel and Hardy memorabilia that the producer said must be worth a million dollars, you know, because it's such high quality. And, and, and I only contacted these two gentlemen a couple years ago, you know, long after they had been accumulating all this paraphernalia. Uh, Laurel and Hardy have been the biggest influences in their lives. Ever, ever since they've been little, they've been pretending to be Laurel and Hardy. And, and they're, they're accepting this. And they've performed already three times at events that, that I've organized. And now they're going to be the subject of a documentary that this filmmaker is going to make because he realized this is too much to be coincidence. So you will be able to experience other people like the reincarnation of Hans Christian Andersen, who learned about his past lifetime 20 years ago, but, but never told anybody. There was no context to tell anybody. Then he heard about what I was doing, and, and now he's going to be performing there, too, doing storytelling and, and harp music. Uh, reincarnation of composer Edward Grieg, who again found out on his own um, about this past lifetime, facial features, talents match. He'll be doing keyboards. We'll have Hans Christian King, who we've identified as the reincarnation of Nostradamus speaking. Um, and, and we have, you know, we, I purposely do promote cases that sort of have celebrity status simply because it's a celebrity-driven world. Um, 
to me, the strongest cases are the Ian Stevenson cases that were ch children remember spontaneously about past lives. But Stevenson has been doing this for 40 years and hardly anybody knows who he is. Uh, when I was in India, we had a book, I had a book published and I got CNN on CNN within a week, but it was because of the celebrity cases that we had featured in the book. You know, they, they didn't even ask about Ian Stevenson. So we are sort of making it fun and exciting by featuring uh, famous people from the past, but, but it's also to bring attention to the very strong and compelling independently researched cases, which we, I will be describing at the ISIS conference, including Stevenson cases, Barbara Carlin, the reincarnation of Anne Frank, Wayne Peterson, who's a former Fulbright director who has four past lives we're going to present. Two of them he had memories of since childhood. Um, and and uh, so it, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very exciting. And, all, and also, in addition, if reincarnation is real, it, it then implies that there is something like the spiritual world. And so part two of the conference, we've called it Landscape of the Spiritual World. We're having uh, well-known clairvoyants from around the country uh, come and describe the spiritual world as they perceive it. And this will include Judy Goodman, Philip Burley, uh, Wayne Peterson uh, is actually in that category also. He's the Fulbright director. And um, Michael and Raphael Tamura and Felix Lee Lerma, a young medium from San Francisco who's in, in the tradition of John Edward. So I, this is really very, this is, God, you have to be totally jazzed about this. Oh, I am. I mean, to, to uh, and maybe at this point I can uh, share a little bit about how I got into this. I would love to. Yeah, I would the, love for you to share that because I think folks are going to be blown away. Yeah. So the way this happened uh, is back in 1984, when I was still doing my medical training at the University of Illinois, a friend said, you should see this medium who channels your spirit guides and and he's real good. And at the time, I didn't even believe in psychics or mediums, but it was winter in Chicago and <laughs> didn't have much else to do. And I, I thought at least except study. And I thought, you know, be entertaining if nothing else. And in the session, uh, first, the the medium told me very personal information about my family, and I thought, how could they possibly know that? And then they told me about two past lives, and to make a long story short, they told me that I was John Adams, which I thought was ridiculous. And I, I had heard that psychics and mediums always, always tell you you're somebody famous, and, and I just thought it was ridiculous, and I thought I had wasted my money. And I didn't do anything about it for 12 years. And then in at the end of 1995, I, I was working as a medical director for Unical 76, and it's an oil company, and their slogan happens to be the spirit of 1776. Uh -huh. But I was in Honolulu on business, and it was in broad daylight, and I got this command, internal command, that sounded like somebody had a megaphone inside my head, and they said, study the lifetime of Adams. And it, it was like a thunderbolt. And 
nothing like that has ever happened to me before or since. But it got my attention. I, I couldn't deny it happened. I didn't understand it. But that night, I went to the Borders Bookstore in Honolulu and got books on John Adams and the American Revolution. And I found that I looked exactly like him. And that's the picture on the website. It's Adams at the Paris Peace Conference. And it's almost an identical replica of my face. And then I realized I had the same personality traits and and uh, both strengths and weaknesses. And then I started to recognize all these people in his life that seemed to be reincarnated in my life. For instance, his brother, Peter Adams, who's not well known. There's no pictures of Peter Adams anywhere. Um, but I found one in the Quincy Historical Society in Massachusetts. And I realized he looks, Peter Adams, John Adams' brother, looked exactly like my brother, George. And, and this sort of went on until I had about 60 proposed matches. And and many synchronistic things happened. Uh, for instance, I, I signed my book contract on John Adams' birthday for Return of the Revolutionaries, and I didn't even know I was doing it. I, I only realized it after the fact. Um, I, my, my graphics, other cases in the book include Bill Clinton and George W. Bush and, and Al Gore. Well, Synchronistically, this was even before my book was published, Michael Beckwith, who is the director of the Agape um, Spiritual Center in Los Angeles, I met him, showed him my things, and he agreed to hand carry my reincarnation information directly to Bill Clinton, who he was meeting two days later in the White House, uh, and, and it happened on John Adams' birthday. So there were all these synchronicities that happened where it seemed like the universe was trying to send me a message that, you know, believe this. And But it still took me a long time to believe it and even longer hmm. to come out in public. And, you know, I'm, I'm a practicing physician. I'm not independently wealthy. <laughs> I have to work. And I was afraid of losing my job if I go around saying I'm John Adams if I'm not. Well, no kidding. Yeah. I mean, especially, uh, I would imagine, in the medical profession. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not like you're a minister, uh, you know, an ordained minister of some church. Yeah. Uh, and so, but here you are, and you did it anyway. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, kind of the break that came, um, I was trying to sort out how to validate cases, and, and the only thing I could think of is I went to many different psychics and mediums in around 19, around 2000, and seeing if there's anybody who would have this ability, and none of them did, except for somebody that I met named Kevin Ryerson, who's the trans medium who worked with Shirley MacLaine. For, for, he still does, so for the last 30 years or so. And, and I found that he channels a spirit guide named Atun Ray, who, when I asked for matches where I had no hypothesis, I call them like cold hits. An example is I asked who uh, Neil Donald Walsh was in a prior lifetime. He's the author of Conversations with God. Um, Atun Ray, the spirit guide, told me he was this minister in Boston named Reverend Walter, very obscure person, uh, had to use genealogic societies to find the record, and there, there was a portrait in, a, in the Virginia Historical Society, two different organizations, and everything matched, same face, same personality, and, and Neil Donald Walsh agreed to be in the Revolutionary's book. And there were many, many other cases where... Kevin's spirit guide was able to make what appeared to me uh, very accurate matches involving obscure people. It's, it's easy to make the hypothesis, you mm -hmm. know, was 
Angelina Jolie, the reincarnation of Cleopatra, right. and a psychic can say yes or no. But it's another thing saying who Angelina was in a past lifetime and finding somebody who's very obscure that you've never heard of that takes a lot of research effort, and then you find same face, same personality, and all that. So that that's what actually gave me mm -hmm. the confidence to finally come mm -hmm. out in public. And what's really, and that happened, the book was published in 2003. Yep. And, and now in 2008, we've got this event where we've got 15 different speakers coming in at their own cost to tell their stories, to support this mm -hmm. research. Uh, people are coming in from all over the country, even internationally. Yeah. We have let's let's hold that thought for a minute. we got to okay. take a break here. And when we come back, we'll talk more about that event. And I want to hear more about Angelina Jolie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. The third annual Alive Expo is back in Seattle, Saturday and Sunday, November 8th and 9th. It's at the Linwood Convention Center. Enjoy health lectures, fitness demos, sample natural and organic products, get a free massage, and receive tons of free product samples. Admission is just $10 and parking is free. Go green at Alive Expo, November 8th and 9th at the Linwood Convention Center. Half-price admission coupons available at thedrpatshow.com or visit aliveexpo.com. This is one event you won't want to miss. Does how you think affect how you feel or what you have? Do you want to achieve outstanding business and career goals, have a better relationship, or improve your health and fitness? In the excuses and get immediate results with the help of HUNA, ancient wisdom, modern application. What if you could attract money and abundance to you like a magnet? Donate excess weight and maintain your ideal state of health or create the kind of relationship you've always wanted. With HUNA, you'll discover how to eliminate disempowering beliefs by using self-empowerment tools. The HUNA Prosperity Weekend will be in Los Angeles October 4th and 5th. Join Matt James December 13th and 14th in Seattle at the HUNA Prosperity Weekend. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com to register. This incredible workshop is only $95 for a limited time. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. See vibrational healer and psychic Sonia Choquette live in Seattle. Sonia shows you how to claim and follow your intuition. Plus, she'll answer questions and give powerful audience readings. How to accept your intuitive gifts is an all-new lecture. See Sonia Choquette at the Washington State Convention and Trade Center in Seattle on Saturday, October 18th from 10 to 5 p.m. Seats are limited, so call now at 1-800-654-5126 or visit HayHouseEvents.com. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and you've probably heard me talk on the Dr. Pat Show about how to be wealthy and to be happy all at the same time. Well, guess what? I just wrote a new book called Secrets of the Millionaire Inside, and I want you to have this book so much that here's what I'm doing. During the months of September and October, I'm offering a special promotion on my website where if you go to the stores and buy the book, then I'll give you absolutely free six CDs full of information. Check out my website, formulaformillionaires.com. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub, Danielle Rama Hoffman, and world-renowned harpist Peter Sterling for a sacred sound journey to Egypt, February 2009. Picture yourself meditating to magical harp music inside the Great Pyramid, luxuriating on a Nile cruise, and exploring sacred temples in private visits for travel that expands your consciousness and opens your heart. Call 
866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Remember, you're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, and, you know, I'm so thrilled to be having this conversation again uh, with Dr. Walter and uh, in Walter Simku. And we're talking about Return of the Revolutionaries, Case for Reincarnation, and much more. And, you know, this is really breakthrough from a lot of different perspectives. And, Dr. Simku, I, I think you have a couple of really extraordinary cases that I'd love for you to talk about. And then you're also going to be let's call it there'll be a, a fresh new conversation at the event about what you've discovered about michael jackson as well right so one case i'd like to discuss is an independently researched case meaning that that i didn't find this person and say you're the reincarnation of anne frank rather huh. she has this story has been developing um, ever since Barbara Carlin was a child. She was born in 1954, and she was born in Sweden into a Christian family. And and she's a classic Ian Stevenson type case. I described the cases that are published at the University of Virginia. Mm -hmm. uh, Barbara, as soon as she could speak, she told her parents, "My name's not Barbara; it's Anna Frank." Wow, and and that you're not my parents. My parents are going to come get me and they're going to take me home because this is not my real home. And her parents had no idea who Anne Frank was because the diary had not yet been published in Sweden. Mm. And, and Barbara had full memories of the attic, the arrest, the concentration camp. Um, and her parents thought she was making all this up. And this went on for several years. And then finally, the diary of Anne Frank was published in Sweden, and they knew who Anne Frank was. When she was 10, they went to Amsterdam for the first time. And now the father wanted to go to the Anne Frank house, picked up the phone from the hook to call a cab to take him there. And Barbara says, you don't need a cab. It's it's very close to here. And he said, well, how could you know? You've never been here before. And she said, well, I know. Let me show you. And she led her parents on a 10-minute walk through the winding streets of Amsterdam straight to the Anne Frank house. And then inside, she knew where pictures were supposed to be on the wall that had been taken down to be mounted behind glass. And that was the first time that her parents ever believed about this past life as Anne Frank because she knew how to get there. She knew where things were supposed to be in the house that had been removed. And and life went on and, and Barbara led a successful career uh, in Sweden and then later immigrated to the U.S. and finally wrote a book about this in 1996. And when I first first heard about her, I was skeptical. I'm still skeptical about people who think that there's somebody famous, but mm -hmm. I met her and realized that she's genuine. And then in her book, it's called Anne the Wolf's Howl. She never once says she looks like Anne Frank because what's important to her is her memories. Uh, and and I was the first one to compare the, the facial features and they're the same. And not only uh, do they look the same, 
Anne Frank was a childhood writing prodigy, which is why she became so famous. It was because of her diary that everybody enjoyed reading. Well, Barbara has the same talent and at the age of 12 had her first book of prose published. Wow. The, the key thing is she was born in a Christian family in Sweden, whereas Anne Frank was uh, born a Jew and, and was persecuted as a Jew by the Nazis. And I make the point of 70 years ago, if we knew this, that you could be born Jewish in one lifetime and Christian in another, the, the Holocaust could never have happened. And similarly, um, Shiites will stop fighting Sunnis, Palestinians will start stop fighting Israelis when they realize they can interchange uh, these these attachments or these forms of identity from lifetime to lifetime. And Barbara will be at the ISIS conference. She's our special feature, featured guest. We're going to give her an ISIS award there. And and um, the website again for the meeting is isis.net. I-I-S-I-S dot net, where you can uh, learn more. It's in Marina del Rey, a beautiful hotel right on the water. Uh, we're going to have a great time, and you're going to meet some of the most famous people in history who are reincarnated. <laughs> well, and, and part of this is it, you really are shattering some of the myths we have about reincarnation. For example, I looked at Oprah as a reincarnation on the website, a reincarnation of James Wilson, I believe, and Shirley MacLaine uh, as a reincarnation of Robert Morris. And and so you're, you're the first kind of to put these features together. But there are two things that come to mind. One, uh, you know, Oprah being reincarnated uh, in the life that she's in now uh but being reincarnation of a white male right so uh example where you change race and and gender but she has the same talents in the prior lifetime she was james wilson one of the great orators of the american revolution ben franklin asked uh james wilson to read a, a speech he wrote in in defense of the constitution at the constitutional convention and oprah was born with those same talents people may not know it but she was born poor in a pig farm but she had an avid love of reading and started to uh, win speaking contests uh when she was a small child so you know as we wrap this up i i think it'd be a good good place for us to summarize because there are just a lot of things that we covered but you know I, i'm wondering if people are thinking how do i even find out if i'm reincarnated from someone and and it may not be somebody famous. Right. And there, there's two basic ways. One is to have a past life regression. And on my website, which is the johnadams.net site, um, I have a link to IART, which is an organization that trains regression therapists. And you can find somebody locally through the IART website um, in, in your area where you can try to do a regression and see if you can access memories of a past lifetime. Um, regressions tend to be, they give you visual information. You, you can see scenes from a past lifetime, but sometimes it can be hard to define your name, where you lived, where you can historically validate it. Um, if you prefer to be able to get information you can validate, I would recommend having a session with Kevin Ryerson 
His website is kevinryerson.com, and he's linked to my website, too. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. Again, it's always a great pleasure to chat with you. I'm so, I, I really am. I'm so fascinated by this. I mean, you know, what you've been able to do and how you've been able to demonstrate it and, and the growing body of interest around this is phenomenal. Yeah, it has. Uh, so, you know, I look forward to hearing about, you know, some of the future events, especially around Laurel and Hardy. I think that's going to be a, that's going to be a blast. Yeah, they, they've already tentatively named the um, episode or the documentary. It's the the, the Backer Boys are the name of Laurel and Hardy in this lifetime. It's going to be called uh, Backer to the Future, the Reincarnation of Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you. All right, everyone. Uh, great conversation. Great show. Uh, tomorrow we have Michael McGrath coming up, and we'll be talking about 10 destructive behaviors. Brian McClure, Consciousness and Culture with Wisdom Festival speaker Brian McClure, and Mary Manon Morrissey later on to wrap it up. For those of you tuning in, if you missed any part of this, go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com, and feel free to download any or all of this, or if you're plugged into iTunes, you can very simply just get it. Get shows automatically. Thank you all for tuning in today. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Have a great one.